Welcome to Mental Health News Radio. I'm your host, Kristen Sunanta-Walker. Just what are we going to discuss? The intimacy that is mental health. Let's continue to make it as comfortable as discussing brain health or heart health. This show has been on the air for several years and we have amazing co-hosts. And then we created a network of podcasters on mentalhealthnewsradionetwork.com, a place where every possible facet of mental well-being can be talked about openly. My show, after several hundred interviews, the format is this. Intimate, deep, funny, touching, sometimes uncomfortable, but always vulnerable conversations with interesting people. The goal is to have you, our listening family, many of you who have become my good friends, feel as though you are listening in on private conversations. Thank you for tuning in and becoming part of this amazing journey with me and now with our network of podcasters. Just knowing this podcast might be helping any of you realize you are not alone on this journey called being a human being makes doing this podcast worth every second. Hey everyone, Kristen Sinanta Walker here, and I have two new podcasters on the show. I'm so excited. We had so much fun coming up with the name for this show, and I'm so excited for you to meet them. I've got Catherine and Belinda. Catherine and Belinda, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. Excited to be here. (laughs) So I want our listeners to get a little bit of an idea of who you are. So let's start with you, Belinda. Just give them an idea of what your background is. Yeah. So I'm a family mediator and a relationship coach. I have a background in anthropology, communication, spiritual psychology, and law. And Catherine and I have known each other now for about half a dozen years. We've been involved in very similar kind of work. And really, we're roaming the planet, asking people questions like, what's the point? (laughs) And challenging people to get deeper into thinking about their relationship with conflict, their relationship with themselves, their relationship with each other. Um, And, you know, just asking those uncomfortable questions. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's very cool. Catherine, how about you? Well, by acronyms and certification, I'm a certified registered nurse anesthetist. So I'm the person that puts you to sleep for a surgery process or to get a epidural to have your baby. And so we kind of joke in my industry and say we're the difference. (laughs) Well, exactly. Exactly. I'm usually the best friend once I introduce myself and they know what's in my pocket and what's in my, what's on my anesthesia deck. But um, it's an awesome job. I've done that for 14 years. So we, we like to joke and say in our industry, we're the difference between an anesthetic and an execution because you're vigilant in a case, you put somebody to sleep, let them have a great nap while we cut them open or do what we need to do. And then wake them up and get them to the recovery room or the intensive care unit. And it's an awesome job. I absolutely love it. It's pretty cool when you can do something for 14 years and still love going into work every day. So that's what I do by acronyms. And like Belinda said, we've known each other for a half a dozen years. I like how she said that. 
and uh, we were at University of Santa Monica and we're getting a master's in spiritual psychology. We graduated about three years ago. So I always like to laugh and say I have a master's degree in putting people to sleep. And then I have a master's degree in helping people wake up to themselves. <laughs> so Belinda and I are that. so excited. To, right, exactly. So Belinda, that's why we're so excited about Take a Shift and, and being on the mental health news um, network. So it's just going to be a lot of fun. So we can't wait. I mean, we've had so much fun just talking with you and going from there that we're just can't wait to see what comes out of it. Yeah. I, I, I like this. I want to use this opportunity too, for introducing your show to, to kind of give my listeners a little bit of the behind the scenes of um, the creative process. Uh, when I, you know, when I, introduced to someone which I was introduced to Belinda by Adam Klugman who's become who's like my soul brother and he's been on the show many times and he said oh my gosh you've got to talk to my friend Belinda you know she'd be fantastic as a podcaster and then I got to meet Kathy too and or Catherine sorry and uh <laughs> and I thought oh my gosh this you know two empowered women that are talking about you know having people taking a shift in their life and we really work together on what the show's name is going to be and looking at um, you know, you guys worked with someone to create your graphics, but then going through that process and just going through the whole setup from A to Z of how to get started. And, you know, it's a lot of fun. This, I'd say this is probably the most fun other than interviewing people. This, this is the second most fun thing that I do in my, in my day job is, is that creative process. <laughs> Well, we're, we're all about having fun and being part of your fun. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and we do have a lot of fun. Like it gets pretty body on some of our phone calls, which is fantastic. <laughs> right. Exactly. So give me an idea of, and our listeners, an idea of um, the kind of things that you want to talk about with your show. And I know, you know, obviously we're going to talk about waking up spiritually, but what was kind of the impetus of you guys doing this together? Mm, Kathy, you want to start with that one? Well, my impetus came in a parking lot with Belinda. <laughs> we, Belinda <laughs> and I have had conversation with a another friend of ours for three years since our graduation at University of Santa Monica. So about probably every four to six weeks, we would have a structured call where we did a five minute grounding. Then we did, uh, we would, there was three of us, the, whoever went first had 25 minutes each session to talk from mind, heart, and soul. And really it was like a huge therapy session. And it was witnessed by the other two individuals holding space on that conversation. After the 25 minutes was over, there was a 10 minute section in honor of everybody's time where we could have feedback and really mirror back and have a conversation with what we heard and what we felt and what we were seeing, even though we were on the phone. And we have done that for about three years and it has truly been my rock to be able to have that conversation with two of my soul sisters. And it really has continued my growth after graduating from University of Santa Monica. 
So that has been just a wonderful part of our relationship, a lot deeper as friends and soul sisters. And then of course we would fly, I would fly to Portland, Belinda would fly to Dallas, and we would have those in-person sessions. And I've been sitting anywhere in a car, from a car to a bar to a restaurant, <laughs> and Belinda has this precision and she knows me so well. She has this precision about her to look into my soul and ask the questions to really continually wake me up. So I'm sitting in a parking lot one morning. We're scheduled for a call. I was running a little bit late. I'm like, no, I can talk here. We're fine. I'll, I'm parked under a shade tree. I'm good. So we're having a conversation and she's like, hey, how about partnering partnering up with this about let's take let's take our conversations on the road, so to speak. And I had never been open to that. I never even crossed my mind. That was just something we did that was called our therapy, our, our every four to six weeks calls. It was my grounding. <laughs> and so it kind of just was born from there. I know Belinda's got a lot more details because she's done a lot more groundwork than I have. But I was just on the receiving end of this and was just like, well, gosh, that sounds fun. I mean, we have fun to begin with. So that sounds like a lot more fun. So let's do it. I listen to podcasts. Let's do it. So that's really where it started with me as Belinda, of course, opening that for me. And, you know, I would go anywhere with Belinda because I know her, I know her heart, I know her soul and a lot of her mind. Um, so I would probably go anywhere with her. So I'm like, I'm in, so let's do this. So that's where, that's when you and I started having a conversation when Belinda would be like, Hey, I want to introduce you to somebody. And that's how I came on board with this. So it's been a lot of fun coming into this and no attachment to what the outcome is on, on our podcast or where we're going with it. But uh, like Belinda said, if we're not having fun, we're not doing it. And it's, it's going to be a blast. I can't wait. We've done it for three years and we'll do it for 30 more. I hope. <laughs> Belinda, how about you? You're, you know, the impetus for you wanting to do this and wanting to do it with someone. Cause I know we, when we first talked to you, maybe we're thinking about doing it on your own or, or did you always know that you want to do it with Catherine? Well, it's, it's really an interesting question because the work that I do is, you know, generally on my own when I'm working with clients and I've been a solo practitioner for almost 10 years now, but my preference, and I guess it's, it's funny to even say it like, you know, relationships don't happen alone. They happen together. Um, I think, uh, interesting conversations, right? We can have one in our head, but really they happen with another person or numerous people. Um, so for me, I think as I was thinking about doing a podcast, the idea of, um, doing it on my own always felt a bit strange. Um, and I, I was trying to actually wrap my head around that because as Catherine said, there, it was many, many months, if not years that I had been thinking about putting my, my thoughts and my ideas and my questions out, out there. Um, but there was something always holding me back. And I think it was because, you know, it's, it's one thing to, to sort of have a philosophy, um, have opinions, uh, have ideas, and there's so much out there uh, already. It's another thing to be engaged in the creation of something with with someone um, real time. And so, you know, to answer, you know, long answer for a short question, 
I think for me, it really clicked when I realized that what Kathy and I had already been engaging in four years, not just the three years that we've been doing this um, with our, our third partner, Kieran, but the, the two years we were getting our master's degree, we had been actively engaging in co-creation in the process of listening to each other, in the process of challenging each other, um, in the process of opening up to new possibilities because we were so committed to, uh, to each other, to, to our own growth and our own awakening and each other's. So I, that's when the podcast came alive for me. That's when it, it, the idea of it became exciting to me. And it's what really what motivates me. It's, it's sharing my thoughts, sharing the work that I do one-on-one um, -on -one with couples, with families, bringing this to a larger audience, the work that I'm already doing, but also doing it by example. And I think particularly in today's world, um, you know, people want to see authenticity. They want to feel you. They want to know you. They want to, they want to know that what they're hearing is real. And I think when Kathy and I get together on a phone call um, or in person, I mean, it's as real as it gets. Yeah. Um, there's no hiding. So I think that's what, what motivates me. And that's what I'm, I'm most excited about um, coming out of this experience. Yeah. I think, uh, I think what's nice, you know, in this age of, or the big thing that everyone is complaining about, and this is across the board um, from, you know, I'll do a news show about this. I'll do a speaking engagement about this. I do shows about this is we have so much quote unquote connection with social media, the internet, um, you know, smartphones and so on, but we've never felt more disconnected. And so there's just so much information coming at all of us in short clips, sound bites. People really like to hear, especially women, authentic conversations between other women. So I, what I really look forward to with your show is having listeners hear the two of you talk about the topics you're going to talk about and hear not short clip sound bites, but actual conversations um, with each other, with guests um, between two women that, you know, you're friends, you live in different states, you both have busy lives, you know, in careers and so on. And, and yet you take this time, which a lot of us don't take to have this authentic, not short clipped type of connection. Exactly. And, you know, I, I think that both Catherine and I have had a lot of, a lot of feedback from people saying, you know, you have a unique point of view, you have a unique voice. And, you know, I don't know if it's the, the feminine perspective or the woman's perspective to tend to sort of diminish that oh, we're all unique. You know, we all have something to say. And yes, on some level, all of us do. And, and I think this is really for, for both of us, if I can speak for, for Catherine, I think that this is a moment for us to really take a stand in a more profound, um, more visible way, the kind of stand that we take every day in our personal lives, um, in our families, in our professions, um, in our communities, to take a stand and really sh share with people how some of the, the practices and the processes and the questions that we're challenging ourselves with every day that really support living 
uh, what I like to call, a, you know, a well-lived life. This is always my sort of like my mantra, you know, that, that every day I'm thinking, how do I live this life better? Not a different life, not a hoping mm-hmm. that I have something different, but how do I live this one well? And I really want to uh, plan to explore that uh, in this podcast as I continue in my journey every day and as I get to reflect on everything I've experienced and learned up until now. So Belinda and Kathy, you couldn't be more different uh, in terms of my experience of you. I can see why Belinda, you do the mediation piece because you've got this calming, uh, very tempered, um, let's look at both sides voice that comes in. And then Kathy is like, and, and not saying that you don't do this too, Belinda, but Kathy, you'll come in and your accent, I love you'll come in hysterical, um, sometimes, you know, my sense of humor for sure. (laughs) And it's such a good mix of the two of you. For me, it's okay. This is what's awesome about having female friends because you can be completely different in how you are to the world or even to yourselves, but you totally make it as friends. So what do you think about that, Kathy? Well, that is so very true. And I know that you know, Belinda has always been one of my grounding forces. And when you find someone at a soul level, at a mind level, at a heart level, at a humor level, I mean, she, I can say anything and everything to Belinda. And I know it's going to be filtered through all those aspects. And the only thing that she comes back with is what's in her view, in her opinion, for my highest good. And, and I can tell you, it's so funny when we get off our, our calls, you always feel like you should write the other one a check because you feel like you've been <laughs> to church, to therapy. You feel like you've had your best girlfriend. I mean, you have all of those calls in one. Right. And, you know, I, I, am, I was told today, I did a speech today, and I, when I finished, I was told that, I should be a humorist. And I'm like, well, heck yeah, I should be a humorist. That's how I get through a lot of my life, you know, with, with a lot of humor. And I think, you know, we can heal, heal a lot of this pain in the world with, with some humor. And, and I just, Belinda's the same way. She likes to have as much fun as I do. I'm just a little bit different expression about that. And I probably say, more bad words than she does sometimes. That's why we were laughing that we said each podcast is going to have to have the explicit label on it because we do get real. We get real about how we're feeling and how it feels to feel what we're feeling and, and what we think we should be feeling and, and we get real about it. And so that brings out a lot of emotions. And the beauty of this is that you can have every single thing that you're feeling and have it out there and have it in this sacred space of not being just responded to, but really being heard and listened to and then being responded to for your highest good. And that's what Belinda gives me. And that's, that's what we hope to bring to this podcast. You know, as we are waking up, we continue to wake up. It's a lifelong process. It's part of this soul's journey and the human experience that we're having here while we're on this planet. And as we wake other people up, And there's nothing more fierce than a woman waking up. And as this planet wakes up, this energy is waving through this planet. 
and women are waking up everywhere and they are fierce. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I love, I love the fierceness of it. Um, can you give my listeners, um, just think back, think of an example of for each of you where the other one of you helped you with something where you really, you know, had an aha moment or a wake up moment in one of your conversations. I have to go further back than that. I have to go to one of the the first experiences I had in, in Catherine's presence was her standing up and giving an impromptu monologue and she was larger than life. Um, I, you know, it's, it's sort of to answer the last question in this one, I think. What I have to say about Catherine for me is, um, you know, it's funny because I think we are really different. We're different people. It's a, it's why we're so excited about doing this because we've got, we came, we grew up with different religions. We grew up with uh, different family, um, families of origin, stories, uh, different parts of the country, different educations. Um, so, and I'm just so excited about that. I think that that's one of the things that's, um, you know, again, like just thinking about this, this time when there's so much out there about celebrating our differences and how our differences are what makes us stronger. I think that that's one of the things that we will be highlighting um, throughout throughout this podcast. Um, but I, I started learning from, from Kathy and started experiencing the power of her presence uh, from that first moment that I, I heard her speak. And I don't want to give away the story that, that she told that day because we will definitely um, talk about that. And I really want her to tell her story. Um, it's part of uh, how she came to be where she is today, that story that I heard that day. Um, but I think, I think for me, uh, what has been present from that moment and then every moment since then is a level of commitment to the inquiry, a level of commitment um, to her own, I don't just even, don't even want to just say personal growth because it can be a word, you know, terms that we, sort of throw around too much, but, um, you know, it takes a level of patience and persistence and will and courage and curiosity to challenge oneself every day, whether it's an act of kindness, whether it's getting honest when you're having a conflict with someone, whether it's, you know, showing up for work when you don't feel like doing it and not only showing up for work, but then figuring out how to make that, that space and that environment a little bit brighter. Um, I think that Kathy embodies all of this and it's been a rare experience for me to observe this kind of person that we're all capable of being, but very few people rise to that occasion. So for me, I think every time we got on a call, every time we have worked on something together, this sense that I get uh, when, when, when she's telling, saying that I'm a grounding force for her, I, mean, I think it's exactly the same. It's like this level of trust in another human being, um, I think is becoming more and more rare and I think that that's part of our work to do is, again, to show by example 
So I could go on and on. I'll pause for now. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. How about you, I love Kathy? this woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a more recent example. Back in April of this year, my, my partner and I flew to Portland. And so we were, I think it was a Friday night, and we were going downtown to dinner. Belinda walked us all around downtown Portland, and it started raining. So we just went into this little gay bar. It was, I mean, so much fun. And I'm having a whiskey and we're having our conversation. I mean, those conver these conversations come up everywhere and we, no matter where it is, we make sacred space when we know when we're getting into it, we make sacred space and time for it. And so we're sitting there and it's a Friday night in a gay bar and it's a pretty active place. And, and I just, Belinda, of course, ask a question that just opens me up. And I remember we were talking about what it is I'm, I'm here to do. And she, she's known that what's the point on the planet has been a big theme for me for many years and how to bring that and give birth to that in the way that it can wake as many people up. And, and I've been fearful of that too. I've been very fearful. I've got a, a big fear about that to some degree that that's being shed as we speak. And I remember sitting there with Belinda and we were, were going into this conversation and I was spilling my guts in the middle of a bar on a Friday night. And I remember Belinda looking at me as that fierce laserness that she can just look at me. And she had, like you said, that grounding force. And I know when she takes a breath and when she launches out the next question, I know it will change me. And she looked at me and she goes, so tell me what it is you don't want. And in that moment, I could not even breathe because I never answer in my life questions with negative, a negative aspect. I've done enough work with David Hawkins and Abraham Hicks that I stay in a high vibration. Mm. And I've never thought about answering my own question or answering the questions I have and what I don't want. And I mean, it shocked me. Here I am, 54 years old, and I had never answered a real question in that way. And that one question that she lasered into me, because she so hears where I, what's going on, where I'm at, and she cut right through it and told me, tell me what it, or she had the question of, tell me what it is you don't want. And I, I think I told her for weeks after that, as I answered the question more and more, and I layered that down more and more and became so clear on that, it was several months later, it became very clear on that of what I, I didn't want to where I could really, really dive into what it was I did want. And so that is just one ask, that's just one Friday night at a gay bar in, in Portland, having whiskey, raining outside, and having a conversation and the way she can come in and laser that into me. And it, I will go into it on the show of how it shifted me and really what came out of that one small question that she just took a moment and asked that for me. And it, it it's one of the reasons we're here now. So just that, that's just a, 
a small example that's happened in the last, you know, couple of months about asking the right questions to really mm. getting the most authentic answers. And that's, that's what she does for me. And that's mm. what this show will do because we're going to discover that together as we have always discovered that together in our phone calls. Now it's just called a podcast. <laughs> Tell me about, um, you know, guests. Have you thought about, you know, are there certain people that you guys would like to, I know, I know you're not always going to have a guest on, but when you think about having a guest on your show, who would they be? What would be dream guests that you'd have on and, and why? <laughs> I know for well, me, the first oh, go one, ahead, <laughs> what'd you say? <laughs> I said, you go ahead, girl. Did you say Oprah? I did not. I did not. Okay. Well, I always tell, I tell Belinda, since we've opened up to this podcast, I'm like, I just need you to envision us sitting under the oaks with Oprah being interviewed about take a shift. So that's one thing that I would really love to have a conversation with because she has been pretty instrumental in all our lives, I guess. But you know, one of the things that I would really, really like to have a conversation with is um, Ariana Huffington of the Huffington Post, who has done a lot of, I think we've talked about this earlier, done a lot of work with the University of Santa Monica and spoke at one of our commencement ceremonies I think it was the year before and really has is one of those influential soulful women on this planet really shifting the way people see things feel things and so she's one of those dynamic individuals that that i really look forward to talking to on our show one specific person is no longer on the the planet she was always on my bucket list but that was maya angelou so we just have to meet her at a soul level. But Ariana Huffington is probably one of my top people I would look forward to when we get to interview her. <laughs> okay, how about you, Belinda? Yeah, uh, for, for me, I mean, uh, Esther Perel, who's, who's uh, my sort of relationship guru at the moment, I think she embodies... Um, a lot of my personal philosophy I've learned from her and, and adapted some of what I do to uh, her perspective on relationships and healing and repair. I think Kathy and I have already talked about going to India to sit with the Dalai Lama. So I would love to, um, to ask him some really poignant questions and perhaps he'll have some for me too. Um, and of course, Brene Brown, I think, uh, not only because I admire her and I've read all of her books multiple times and the Ted talk that she gave, you know, that is, you know, the example of um, vulnerability and authenticity, but you know, her, her whole story and, and, and I think why I admire her so much is because she really um, walks the walk. And um, so I think that would be a fascinating fascinating discussion to have too. But you know, I mean, I, and I'm excited at the, the idea of having some incredible conversations with, with thought leaders and people who are out there having huge impact. At the same time, I'm also really interested in inviting people to the show who are interested in being in this inquiry with us. Um, 
people who who would listen and be interested in maybe bringing a certain challenge they're having in their lives a relationship conflict or maybe they're not happy with their work or they're asking themselves what's the point and um and having conversation you know to get down and dirty and uncomfortable and and see what that feels like to be in a conversation where we're on as much as that other person is on and we're just again engaged in this co-creative process of um of discovering who we are and and shifting into uh our most uh, profound and authentic uh expression of who we are. Mm, I love it. I love it. I can't wait to hear the conversations and what the two of you are going to come up with and there's an air of mystery around it for me, but I know there is for you too because you haven't done your first show yet. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. So I'm excited about that. I'm going to read to everybody what the show is about is um, you, that you two are on a mission to listen, ignite, and transform. You'll challenge you to get uncomfortable, journey deeper, and discover what lies beyond the layers of fear, judgment, smallness, and everything else that's getting in your way up until now. So buckle up, buttercup, summon your curiosity, and let's take a shift I love that because that's that that last piece, buckle up, buttercup. That's um, Catherine, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we knew that, right? <laughs> I'm just not that witty. <laughs> no, it's not that. You just, it's just, it's such a perfect example of how different. This is why I love co-hosting with people because. Mm you know, as someone was asking me the other day about, um, about the network, they were like, well, you know, um, you, I don't know, we were talking about egos and, um, and I felt like I was getting to this place where I felt like I was having to defend myself. And, uh, and I kind of was with who I was speaking with. And then I went, wait a minute, I don't have to defend myself to anybody. I was telling this to myself in my head, just take a step back. They might be, sort of prodding for that in the way that they're asking a question, but that doesn't mean I have to go there. And, um, and I, I thought, you know, I don't, I, I, for a long time, I didn't stand up for myself. And then I went way, the pendulum swung way to this other side. And then I was like, ah, in your face with people. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then I came back to a happy medium and I sort of walked back to that place of, not really saying anything, which I think can be wisdom and age, because sometimes it's like, okay, this person obviously needs to be right. I don't care about, you know, getting in a fight about something. It's not worth the airtime, so forget it. But sometimes you do have to just say your piece. So I said, you know, if I was all about my ego, I would not have ever created a network. Mm -hmm. It would all be just my show, my show, my show. <laughs> I would not be about inspiring other voices. Um, so do I have an ego? Yeah, of course, we all do. You know, that's, it's something you wrestle with your whole life. But um, I said, I, I don't, uh, I know that it doesn't walk 10 feet ahead of me into a room. And I have a really good example of that in my life. And it felt really good to just, you know what? Sometimes you can just say, all right, I'm going to say something this time. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, you know, so if, if, if you're being in your truth, then you got to speak it Yeah. at the end of the day. I mean, and when we, when you, you and Catherine both before talked about being fierce, you know, women and their fierceness, that's what it is, right? It's like, it's time to stop playing small. It's time to stop holding back. Um, and we, I think the planet is shifting and we can, we're starting to get better at knowing the difference. Like you were saying between what is the ego, what's just feeling, you know, bad and tender and kind of wants to hit back because it's uncomfortable and, and what's the truth and, and navigating that line, which I think for, you know, a lot of people on the planet, they don't quite know that line yet, but some of us do. And we're learning. Absolutely. Kathy, your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, I don't know who, I can Google it real quick, but speak even if your voice shakes. And, you know, in my 20s and 30s, I was a big boundary buster to where I would, I mean, I, I was in 12 years of sales. I was a national director of sales for my company, got on a plane to go to work more than I did a car. So, you know, and I didn't have a bit of problem asking and telling people what I needed. And and I realized that I was almost, I wasn't a bully per se, but I busted a lot of boundaries. And I don't know, I don't think mine was so much ego. I think it was out of fear of not being able to get the job done or be recognized or I always felt small. And so I had to really make an impact. And of course I was in a man's world in the sales world. So, and I really come to learn in speaking your truth in a very loving way. And that's something I admire about Belinda because as you, you talk about a very, grounded individual Belinda always gathers her thoughts before she speaks and then when she speaks I mean she's like E.F. Hutton when she speaks she listens and that is something I've always admired in not only Belinda but other people and that's something I'm learning how to do and it's you know the ego is a part of us the ego is part of our survival and it, the ego has no place for vulnerability. And yet that's where soul is at, is in that vulnerable state. And you get to realize that, I think it was, who was it, Belinda Michael Singer that wrote The Untethered Soul mm -hmm. that talked about, you don't have to tangle with everything that comes through your field of right. vision and through your, your eyesight and through your ear sight. And I've really learned how not to tangle and you really realize this is somebody else's perspective. It's not your journey. And that book really did help me. I don't know how many years ago I read that book. I read it before we even read it at uh, USM. That book really did help me not to have to depend on my ego, which is not always the most pleasant of things to have to deal with, especially when you're an empath. And you feel like you're continually shoving that square peg in a round hole <laughs> of trying to make your place on the planet when you're in yeah. a that out there in that 
dog eat dog world in the corporate world and yet here you are an empath but you're trying to <laughs> save your butt and do your job and 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 keep your ground and make some ground so it, it's really been a shift for me to come into that vulnerability of course that's come with age and that's come with um a lot of suffering but you know to have my voice to speak my speak my truth and to speak up in my truth, I think there's a difference because you have you will speak your truth, and there are times you've got to speak up in your truth. There's a big difference there, yeah, and not to do it in a bullying way because that's been my old ways, so that's that's and that's an ongoing process. I don't care how old it is because there's always a new layer to peel off of that as you master that process, and oh, it's a continual absolutely. master process. Because my truth today is not going to be my truth maybe a, a year from now, a week from now, or, or what something is, you know, worth my time and talent to respond to. And then the wisdom is to know when to respond, right? And when not mm -hmm. to respond and just let it go. Right. Exactly. I've got a, I've got a favorite saying uh, when I'm dealing with, uh, with someone who I can tell I, I'm looking for the most peaceful exit, which is not... Um, how I always looked for something. Um, and now, you know, if I know that there's going to be an exit, um, I want it to be peaceful. I just don't want to have an Armageddon exit, you know, <laughs> so even if it's dealing right. with someone who's extremely, their behavior is extremely toxic and they want a fight. I, I just learned how to go, okay, you're right. Two plus two equals 11. You go with that. Good for you. And just be done with it and let it go. So the higher up you get or the further along, I don't even want to say higher up because who knows where someone's at, but the further right. along you get on the journey, it's like, it doesn't, like, what does it matter? We spend so much time trying to convince somebody that they're wrong. And the reality is, as you get older and wiser and, you know, which, like what we just talked about, which, what do you want to pick up and, you know, take with you uh, what's worth what kind of energy output? Like, you know, I just, it, at the end of the day, I go, does this really matter? Like, does the fight about this really matter? I really would rather have peace and just move on. <laughs> so, right. so if somebody wants to. And think, that's a boundary. That's, that's a true boundary. Mm -hmm. right? Yep. And learning too, that, you know, you, Yes, there were times that you needed to be stronger or more forceful or whatever. And I think in a lot of ways, that's you learning how to use your voice and you're practicing using your voice. And for a while, you need to be louder than you normally would be about using your voice because you're practicing. And then you don't have to be quite so loud because you're, mm -hmm. you're just, you're comfortable with your voice. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think... Uh, you know, to add to that conversation, I think take a shift. We're saying it so seriously today, but we've been laughing about it. Our take a shift <laughs> podcast um, is is inviting us to, to an even bigger conversation about this. I think Kathy was mentioning before the mental, the emotional, the physical, and then the spiritual. And we haven't talked too much about that in this call, but this idea of having a bigger and bigger container within which to hold as well as experience what our experiences on the planet. 
And so in any given moment, we can be tapping into one of these areas of how we operate in life. We're in our emotions, we're in our thoughts, which could be our judgments, which could be our defense mechanisms. We're in our physicality of our, our experience. We may want to leave. We may want to stay and fight. I mean, we're having all these experiences. And then there's this layer that is really a layer on top of all of those that I think we will talk about many, 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 many times, which is this word called judgment and how much we are in this continuous judgment, assessment, sort of mind battle of what is and is not happening. And often this conversation, certainly the judgment conversation is in the good, bad, right, wrong uh, context. And so, you know, take a shift. I think one of our, our goals is we're going to have those conversations, but we're going to have a bigger one too, because there's something to be learned at that level, right? Maybe, you know, for someone, it's the first time that they speak up. Uh, maybe they had to speak up a hundred times and then they start looking at how can they do it a bit differently? Oh, okay. Now that they're doing it a bit differently, maybe there's a question now that they want to ask about what is this teaching me? What's the opportunity here? Why do I keep attracting the same kind of person, the same kind of situation? Wow, that never happened to me before, right? I have often found um, one of the things that I laugh about with myself is when I hear people being spoken to in certain ways, and I'm shocked, and I think nobody has ever spoken to me in that way. And then I wonder, why doesn't anybody ever speak to me that way? Uh, and, and then I you know, sit, down, sit with myself and sort of have a conversation about that. It's curious, right? It's like really getting curious and how much, um, again, like richer life experience can we have when we can experience something in the moment um, one of my favorite quotes is that we don't learn from our experiences, but we learn from reflecting on our experiences. So to have the experience is one thing and to fully have it be present is, is one thing, but to then take time to reflect and consider the experience is really where the learning happens. It's where the growth happens. It's where we, we evolve as human beings and you mentioned both of you, the word wisdom several times. And as we're getting older, we're hoping we're getting wiser. Um, but that wisdom, you know, doesn't come for free. It, it requires um, uh, us paying attention and considering what we have lived and then making choices in the moment of what we're choosing to live now. So I love this conversation. Absolutely. I'm so glad that I was like, how, okay, we got to get Belinda to come out and explain something so that people can see the way her thought process works. So that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure, madame. <laughs> well, I'm excited to hear the show. Listeners, the podcast is called Take a Shift. And um, you can think whatever you want of how that name came to be. And it's oh. all right. <laughs> <laughs> true. It is all very true. So just lucky we didn't follow take a shift up with take take a shift with taking a dump, right. dumping our old beliefs, dumping our <laughs> here they <laughs> go. Yep, exactly. <laughs> this is where Ooh. Belinda goes. I'm not even gonna try to get in between the two of them because they're just gonna go. Hey, right. <laughs> nope. 
they're just going to go there and I'll stay right here and wait on them until they get back. <laughs> so just so that our listeners know where they can find out more about each of you, Belinda, for you go first. Can you tell them where they can find out more about you? Uh, sure. Uh, on Facebook, it's Belinda Zilberman. We also have Take a Shift uh, Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, and then my uh, business website is Paikea Mediation. It's P-A-I-K-E-A Mediation, and you can learn more about me there or on my LinkedIn page. And how about you, Kathy? Well, we our website is takeashiftnow.com. That is, we're getting that put together now uh, with our website and graphic extraordinaire. And also katherineahart.com is my professional website. Also on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter with that, as well as, like Belinda said, our take a shift being on all those social contacts. All right. Well, I'm excited. I'm so glad you guys are on the network. I can't wait for your first show to go live. And I'm so glad that now I have... Um, two people, two new people in my life that I feel like are friends and that I can't wait until we're all in the same city because that will be a very fun evening. <laughs> yes. Thank right? you so much. I, said, I can't either. That's going to be amazing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We will have to like plan a city that would be fun for all of us. That's a hub for whatever airline we're going to take. And then we just go and have fun that evening. <laughs> right. Uh, awesome. Well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in and check out this new show on the network, Take a Shift. And um, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mental Health News Radio. I'm passive aggressive, but never without good intentions. I heat up and act on my emotions. Thanks so much for listening to Mental Health News Radio. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and hundreds of other podcast apps or you can visit our website at mentalhealthnewsradio.com. If you have a question or would like to be a guest, become a podcaster on our network, or join the amazing organizations that help keep us on the air, please email us at info at mhnrnetwork.com. Get ready for that special goodbye from our resident therapy dog, Miles, and a special thanks to Emily Sohn for letting us use her incredible song, Cordial, for our podcast music. Listen to the full song on SoundCloud at emily.sonne. Don't be surprised when I don't hate on you. Please.